welcome back to the Polaris Podcast, brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. I'm your host, Bob Vachon, and I'm no expert, but I'm joined by one today. Depending on your location at the time of this podcast release, it may still be warm outside, but there's no better time to start thinking about preparing your Polaris snowmobile or timber sled for that first wonderful snowfall of the year. Our guest, development lead tech for Powertrain, John Lundgren, drops by the podcast to fill us in on the steps we need to take to ready our snow machines for the riding season. So let's not waste any time and jump into the conversation with John. All right. Well, joining me on the podcast today from the Powertrain group is John Lundgren. He's the development lead tech for Powertrain, and he's joining us today to think about getting our snowmobiles ready for the riding season. It's uh, at the time of recording about mid-August, so unfortunately our summer is slowly fading behind us and fall and winter's coming up fast. So, John, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Thank you for having me. Uh, well, uh, my name is John Lundgren. I've worked for Polaris for 21 years. Um, I work in the powertrain validation department in Roseau, Minnesota. We do uh, engine testing up here. We test uh, all the snowmobile ORV and on-road engines um, back in the dyno cells. And I help um, with the day-to-day operation of that and testing uh, gathering testing information and data and um, some of that fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got a lot on your plate and you're no stranger to the podcast as you've been on before. So welcome back again. Um, jumping into today's topic, as I kind of alluded to, how do we go about getting our snowmobiles ready for the year? Let's say I have my machine that's stored in the back of my garage under my nice shiny Polaris cover I need to get this baby ready for the for the season. Where where do I begin? This is the funnest time of the year. You get to go through your sled and it's still warm out. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you pull your cover off and um the, what I'd like to do first is I like to remove the hood and side panels. Get that get those off. Um just remove the fasteners and unplug the hood harness. Remove your uh side panels and then you can get a real good look at your machine. Uh a good it's a good time to look at your drive clutch and your driven clutch. Maybe take some acetone on a clean rag and wipe them down. Just make sure there's no belt, uh, no belt debris or any um, stuck rubber in either the drive or the driven. It's a real great time to look at both sides of your drive belt, inner and outer, for any wear or hourglassing or burning from the season before. If it's got, you know, a couple thousand miles on it, it's probably time for a new one. Uh these new drive belts, the technology is so good on them now that uh, they they look really really good, but they uh, they may they may be down a little bit on performance. You may be able to pick up a little performance for changing your belt. So that's always something to look into if you want to beat your buddy. <laughs> uh, you know, once you've got that, uh, once you've gone through those items, you're driving, you're driven, and your drive belt. Uh, reinstall your drive belt. And one thing I always like to make sure I do is I always install my drive belt with the numbers and letters facing out so that I can read them looking at the, looking at the drive and driven. Uh, and the only reason I do that is so that I'm always running the belt the same way. I'm not putting it on what I would call backwards compared to how it was run. That's just uh, something I like to do. Um, cause they were broke in on those clutches fate running that or direction. That's just something I like to do. Um, once you're done with that, 
uh, it's time to look at your battery that was hopefully on your battery tender all summer. Sure. Um, yeah, Polaris sells a really nice little battery tender that'll keep your battery charged up all summer for you. So, uh, you know, check your, check your, uh, acid levels in your battery and put it back in install it, put the strap back on, uh, hook up your leads. Um, once you're done with that, it's, uh, you can move over to the front of the engine and just kind of look things over, make sure anything, everything is looking good and everything is tight and where it's supposed to be. No, nothing out of place. Um, now is probably a great time, uh, to replace the spark plugs. You know, you know, we recommend that once a season, so you might as well do it while it's nice and warm out. Uh, but what you might want to do first is you may want to, you probably want to fire up your snowmobile and clear the fogging oil that you put in, in the, in the spring out of it on that old set of spark plugs. Because you don't, there's no point in clearing fogging oil out of, off on a brand new set of plugs. Okay. You know, um, and you can go into the um, technical manual to find the torque spec on those spark plugs as well. Uh, make sure you press the caps all the way down. You should get the spark plug cap should go almost all the way to the to the tightening nut on the plug, uh, just to make sure they've got a good seal. Uh, once you've gotten that done. Another thing you should really look into, depending on how you stored your gasoline for the summer, um, you know, Plair sells a carbon clean and a fuel treatment that is exceptionally good product. I run it in all of my stuff at home, all my lawnmowers, weed whackers, chainsaws, any of my Polaris vehicles that are going to stand. Uh, even in my hot rods in my old car collection, I run um, Plair's carbon clean and Plair's fuel stabilizer in those just because it works so well um if you didn't do that now's a great time to probably drain and recycle that gasoline that you had left in your tank and add top off with fresh um 91 or 87 depending on what uh what we're recommending for the vehicle you're driving Sure. So just to touch on that a little bit, not to cut you off, um, yep. let's say we did store the fuel pop properly with the uh, fuel additive and that that means we're essentially ready to go for the season. We don't need to drain or replace that that's been in there. No, if if you're if you have uh, like 91 non-ethanol in your tank and you have the fuel treatment in your tank, you should be good to go for the season. Um I always like to top off with fresh 91, but, uh, non-F if I can get it. So, but that's, uh, you should be good to go if, as long as it was treated in the spring. Perfect. Uh, from there, what I like to do is I like to crawl around the machine a little bit. Um, you know, look at the front suspension, check the shocks, check the bolts, check, uh, any radius rods or tie rods, um, you're looking for any kind of wear or damage from maybe something you hit in the, hit in the spring or that you didn't notice. You're just looking for anything that could screw up your riding season. And now's the time to change it. If you find anything wrong, uh, August is a great time to replace it versus you arriving at your destination on Thanksgiving and not being able to ride. Uh, then you crawl around the snowmobile, look at the rear suspension, look at the track, um, you're just, um, there's a couple of grease jerks in the rear suspension that you're going to want to hit. Um, Polaris all season grease is, uh, the purple grease is an excellent, excellent product, uh, that works really well in those suspensions. Um, it's a great time to look at, um, 
bogey wheels. I, well, I call them bogey wheels, but um, mm-hmm. you're you know looking for bearings, uh, looking for bearing uh, damage or wear. Give them all a spin if you can reach them. You know, just put your hands on parts is a big thing. Sure. You're, you you know you'll be able to see and feel a lot of things. Um, uh, when you're when you're down there, you might as well take a look at your carbides and see uh, what they look like. And you know, if you were doing some late season riding or whatever, you could have knocked carbide off or worn your wear bar down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great great chance to uh, look at those parts um, and see what uh, see how they're doing. And you can either um, you know use a lift to lift the front corner or tip the machine on its side to look at those uh, if you need to replace them. Good. Now, real quick, I want to jump back a little bit to sure. the greasing. Um, let's say I'm not super familiar. Maybe this is my first sled. I'm not sure where to find those grease circs that you mentioned. Where can I locate them? Are they all in one spot? You know, we do have a variety of machines out there. Is that yep. something listed in my owner's manual? What's the best uh, plan of action there? Your best plan of action there is probably to go into your service manual, depending because they're they're going to be in different locations depending on the snow, you know, the snowmobile you're riding. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I would do there is, um, you know, either go into your service manual uh, or you know visit with your dealer. Your dealer is also an excellent source of information for he, you know, he or she'll be able to tell you exactly um, which, or he'd probably even be able to show you exactly where they're at on a snowmobile on their shop floor. Perfect. Now's a good time. And it's also in your service manual, you know, take a look, check your track tension, see where that's at. Um, look at your high facts, you know, see how worn your high facts is in the rear suspension that goes along with your carbides up front, you know, depending on if you were riding late in the season in poor snow conditions or riding early in the season in poor snow conditions, your high facts okay. can take some wear. Uh, it's a great time to check them. And, uh, it, it, uh, it, they'll make a real difference in how your snowmobile in, well, in the performance of your snowmobile to have good high facts. Next, what I would like to look at is, um, uh, now's a great time to look at your engine over again, since you're crawling around on the vehicle, you want to check your chain case fluid. You want to check where your VES level is in your tank, uh, uh or VES extreme, depending on which mm-hmm. one you're running, uh, you know, check your coolant bottle there, you know, there's a high low line in your coolant bottle and it, your coolant level should be between those lines. Um, depending on how many seasons and how many miles you have on, you might be due for a coolant flush, okay. but that's also, that's information that you'd probably find in your owner's manual. There's a maintenance chart in there that'll tell you, you know, per year or per mile where you want to be as far as changing any of those okay. fluids. And, uh, it, um, you know, snowmobile, snowmobilers are hands-on. They like to, uh, they like to turn wrenches on their product. And that's what, one of the things that makes snowmobiling so fun. So the service manual has a pretty good description on what you're going to need to do to like do a main, you know, changing coolant may not seem like a, you know, like a huge mm-hmm. job, but it can be, it can be, um, it can be a bigger job because you have to get the snowmobile bled out. You want to get those air bubbles out sure. of that system. So um, that's, you know, you, you can't just dump it out and then dump it mm-hmm. back in. So just something to keep an eye on. Sure. And then, you know, depending on what you're riding, if you're riding a two-stroke or our new four-stroke, um, if you're riding our new four-stroke now, is 
it won't apply this year because it's just coming out this year. But for next year, uh, you know, depending on where you're at on your oil change interval, it might be a great time uh, to, you know, change your oil and filter on your new four stroke. Perfect. Yeah, it's exciting that we have that now, and it's going to be a little little different than the two strokes that we're we're normally used to in the lineup, and uh, hopefully hopefully for good. <laughs> Absolutely, I I I think people are really going to like that product. It's a it's a fun vehicle, it's a economical vehicle. It uh, it's a great vehicle for people that are looking for a four stroke option from mm-hmm. Polaris. You know the best handling snowmobiles in the world now with four stroke power as well. Right. Yeah, that's great. Great option to have, like you mentioned. So thanks for covering all that. Definitely a lot in there to unpack, but I think you broke it down very nicely step-by-step, step. you know, essentially make sure everything looks good, get around your machine, get hands-on with it, replace parts as necessary. As you've mentioned before, it's, it's good to do it now where it's, you know, late summer, early spring, when we have decent weather, we're not freezing in the garage replacing these parts. So awesome. Thanks for thanks, thanks for going through that. Absolutely. Now, one thing I'd wanted to touch on now, any special considerations for our snow bike riders out there with timber sled kits, any preseason maintenance tips to, to make sure that my kit's ready to go and swap on once I'm done riding dirt for the year? Well, with timber sled kits, what I would do is I would treat it the same way as I just treated my snowmobile um i would treat the whole bike the same way i just treated the snowmobile how i went through the step-by-step things above i would look over everything on that i would look over everything on that motorcycle to make sure that um that you don't have any damage or unusual wear that's going to cost you riding time this winter you know i when you're when you're putting that front ski on i would look at that front suspension i'd look it over really really well make sure that there was nothing happened when you were riding on dirt that you're going to be surprised to find when you get out riding in the snow and the same thing mm-hmm. with the uh the same thing with the powertrain um you know change your engine oil if it's needed change your coolant if it's needed uh just go through your your summer gas will be different than your winter gas that is something that i just thought about now um okay summer summer gas has got a different chemical makeup than winter gas and it doesn't it it doesn't start as well so your june gas won't start as well in december as december gasoline will so that is something to keep in mind for snow bike guys if you are going to uh, if you were going to put away, put your snow bike kit on and put your timber sled kit on and then put your sled away until you're, or put your bike away until you're ready to ride in say December, you're probably going to want to recycle that gasoline because, okay. uh, the ease of starting of winter gas is, um, is a big deal. And some of these bikes aren't necessarily calibrated, you know, they're calibrated, but they're not specifically calibrated to ride in the cold. Mm-hmm. So anything you can do to make starting easier. And then as I'm working my way back, I'm looking at the brake disc on the back. Uh, I'm looking at the drive shaft. I'm going, I'm looking at the bogey wheels. I'm looking at the uh, skid frame. I'm looking at those high facts. I'm checking the track for any damage or wear that could have been found. Because timber sleds are used in uh, some pretty extreme locations. Uh, and in some mm-hmm. pretty extreme conditions. So you want to make sure that your bike and your uh, timber sled kit are in excellent shape. Perfect. Well, great. That's all good considerations, especially about the fuel um, that that might kind of slip your mind uh, when you're getting ready for for winter and putting it away. And yeah, 
definitely awesome to hear. So now that we've gotten everything ready, we're geared up, machines are good, ready to go rip some snow once it uh, starts to fall. What are some other considerations that I should, you know, take in um, when I'm preparing overall for the year? Um, specifically talking about, you know, right now in this wonderful post-COVID time where we, uh, we're we all plagued with long lead times on certain parts, what types of things should I be thinking about ordering now that I have ready for spares for the season so I'm not out of commission for a long time if I'm hit with something during the riding year? One thing I would make sure I always have or have at least one or two spares of is drive belts and spark plugs. Um, because they're both really easy. They're really easy to have on hand. They're easy to change if you need, and you don't want something as simple as a drive belt or a set of spark plugs stopping your ride for the weekend. Mm -hmm. So it's on the snowmobile plus a spare on the snowmobile. Uh, and then you, you know, personally I have one hanging in the garage as well, just because I'm kind of like, I like to be, I, I like to be prepared. Right. And it's the same with spark plugs. You should have one set of spark plugs. You have the set that's installed in the machine. You should have a spare set with you. And then having a spare set or two at home doesn't hurt anything. It doesn't take up any space. They're pretty affordable. Uh, and it can really make the difference between your weekend being ruined or not. Absolutely. And it's the same it's the same thing with having, uh, you know, a gallon or two of oil around, you know, like VS or VS extreme or blue or the PS four for the four stroke. It, uh, it's one of those things where if you can get it now, buy it now, put it on the shelf in the garage, the shelf life on those products is really long and you will use it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it will get used. It's not something that's just going to stand there for years. We, these vehicles consume the two strokes consume oil. So you will get it used up, but having a spare gallon or two of VS or VS extreme or blue or any of the Polaris oil products standing on the shelf is a great idea because you're also going to have, you're going to have your buddy who forgot to bring his oil <laughs> that happens you know, all the time or a buddy that forgets to bring a drive belt and no, you're going to have to talk that guy into replacing those parts, (laughs) but at least it won't, at least it won't ruin your weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, having, having a spare set of, uh, carbides around too, you know, things happen, you cross trail roads or whatever you damage one. It's like having a spare set in the trailer with you or in the backseat of the pickup or whatever, so that you can change them and having the having a ratchet or in a, uh, in a wrench with to change those parts, it, it can make all the difference in making sure you have a great weekend or not. For sure. And that's really kind of why we're all talking about this. We want everyone to enjoy their season. So prepare as much as you can. So you're, you're ready for those little yep. potential mishaps that can happen during the season. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with having a, you know, do you need a spare pair of goggles and a face mask and a spare pair of gloves? It's, it's all things that would, that I like to have with me because I, I don't like, I don't like my weekend being ruined because I didn't have Mm -hmm. stuff with, it was easy to get, you know, and now is a great time of the year to get that stuff. You know, it's also a great time of the year to try on your gear and see how fit is and make sure that, uh, you know, that there's no tears or, uh, damage to your jacket, pants, tech fest helmet, you know, a, a helmet that's been that was dropped in the garage should probably be replaced. Sure. You know, um, 
Uh, you know, goggles get scratched up in storage. Gloves, you know, mice chew up gloves depending on how you have them. You know, it's all these little things that we've got plenty of time now before, you know, the official start of the official start of winter isn't until heydays. And that's only like a month away. So it doesn't hurt to have this stuff on hand and be ready. Uh, you know, and, and that's the other, another thing too, is make sure your helmet is, uh, make sure your helmet is up to snuff that your, that the Snell code and the date on it is good. You know, it, uh, you should always spend the amount of money that your, that your head is worth. You can, you can replace, you, you know, you can fix a broken arm and you can fix a broken leg, but if you, uh, traumatic brain injuries are, uh, are a serious thing and they can ruin your riding for the rest of your life. So, you know, having a good, having a good Polaris or climb helmet, uh, you know, making sure that you wear it properly, that it fits properly, that it's strapped, um, that it's the right size for your head. All those things are really important. Yeah. Very good. Very good things to touch on. I think that's something that we can put the helmet away at the end of the year and not think about it for a while. So making sure that it's fitting properly, it's as new as it could be. It hasn't been dropped, like you mentioned, um, because we want to be safe out there too while we're having fun. Well, John, I appreciate you coming on to to run us through getting our snowmobiles and timber sleds and gear ready for the season. Like you mentioned, Hey Days is the official kickoff and it's just around the corner. So good time to start thinking about these things and and, uh, time to get excited for some snow. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. It, uh, up here in Rosa, we get winter a little early, so we're always riding a little bit before everyone else, and it's going to be super fun. Yes, we're all jealous down here in the cities, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, John. Well, thanks again for taking the time, and we hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thanks, John, for taking the time to run through the proper steps to ensure we're prepared for the upcoming snow season. Thanks to all of you for listening, and a special hello to any first-time listeners. Welcome to the Players Podcast. We're really happy you found us. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode, and if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a five-star rating and share the episode with your friends. If you are new here, check out our archived episodes for more snowmobile and off-road content. If you'd like to learn more about snowmobile maintenance, check the description of this episode for links to the Player Snowmobile Help Center and Polaris Snowmobile YouTube channel, where you can find more how-to content for your Polaris snowmobile or timber sled. Lastly, if you have questions or an idea for a future episode, submit them to us by using the Contact Us link in the description. We want to hear from you and know what you'd like to hear about. Stay tuned for future episodes, and until then, this has been the Polaris Podcast. Hey everyone, that is Clover. And she would like to remind everyone that the Polaris Podcast is brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. That's right, Clover. The Help Center is your first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. Just look for the Help button in the upper right-hand corner of any Polaris brand website. Hey, I'll tell them if you'll settle down and give me a chance. Anyway, Clover says to remember that all riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, and protective clothing and footwear. Read, understand, and follow your owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Ride within the limits of your own abilities and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving. Satisfied, Clover? (laughs)